Welcome to the Open Doors Initiative podcast. My name is Jan McDonough. We work with companies, NGOs and government to create employability for marginalised groups. These include people with disabilities, migrants and disadvantaged youth. You can visit us on opendoorsinitiative.ie. Jim Harris is a Canadian author, environmentalist and politician. He was leader of the Green Party of Canada until 2006. He speaks to us today about disruptive innovation and the effect this will have on the future of work. Sure. My name's Jim Harris and I'm an author. I've published a number of books over the last 30 years and they've been national and international bestsellers. I focus on disruptive innovation. So many people uh, are curious about that term. And in North America, Uber is worth more than every taxi cab company combined. So while the taxi industry owns billions of dollars of assets, Uber doesn't own a single vehicle. So uh, it shows that the rules of business have changed. An app can have a huge multiplier on your business valuation and focusing on the customer and convenience and designing for smartphones is very important. The companies that have made the shift to digital in advance of COVID-19 are doing very well. This is what disruption is all about. I mean, obviously the world has changed radically in a very short space of time. To try and stare into a crystal ball, What do you think is going to be the new norm for working? Before this crisis, many companies had a policy that uh, employees could not work from home. But they're being forced to change that policy right now. In December, Zoom had 10 million daily users. In March, it was 200 million. So tell me how many companies have experienced a 20x growth in their customer base as a result of COVID. Again, this is going back to my theme that companies that have made the transformation to digital are thriving. Like while every retailer except for grocery and pharmacy are shuttered and uh, Neiman Marcus is just uh, likely to go bankrupt, a very high-end retailer in North America, Uh, Amazon is having to hire 100,000 people because they can't keep up with with orders. And in fact, that 100,000 wasn't enough. They're hiring another 75,000. So tell me how many companies during COVID have hired 175,000 more people to work there. So these are examples of companies that are leaders in Uh, digitizing their businesses, and they are thriving. And what does it mean for employees? What what do you think the future holds for them? Companies are going to realize that people can work from home. So, you know, people are going to say, look, I want to work two or three days from home. And my spouse is going to say the same thing. And as long as we can coordinate, Why do 70 million U.S. households need a second car? You know, cars are the second 
most expensive uh, asset that a family buys. So people are going to say, look, uh, honey, if I work uh, Monday and Tuesday from home and you work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, let's drop the second car. And if we really need something, we'll use Uber and Lyft. So what happens to auto sales? And let's think about what happens to commercial real estate. Because a company says, well, my people can work from home two or three days a week. Why do we need this hugely expensive commercial real estate in the downtown financial core? Why don't we cut our office space in half and drive millions of dollars directly to the bottom line? So we're going, things are never going to go back to the way they were beforehand. So we're going to see more flexible work, more telework or remote work. Uh, and it's not going to be an either or, right? But it's going to be an and. It's going to be a new balance, uh, a new equilibrium. And in North America, uh, North American workers spend five work weeks a year in traffic jams commuting. Five work weeks. 200 hours a year. Is there nothing better that we can do with 200 hours of time that we'd be given back? So there will be a new equilibrium achieved after this. It's going to impact car sales. It's going to impact commercial real estate prices. It's going to impact the way we work. And part of the, th the thing that forced the change is, uh, you know, the younger generation, Gen Z and millennials, are used to digital, right? But it's the boomers who are the CEOs of companies who said the only way you can work is if we're in person. Well, they are learning that Zoom is a great way of connecting with people. Um, and uh, so things are changing. Well, they have changed, but they will change and they'll never go back to the way they were. At the Open Doors Initiative, we work with marginalized groups and people with disabilities, migrants and youth from disadvantaged backgrounds. They would normally have real difficulty getting into the workforce. Can you think about how that might change for them, both as an advantage and a disadvantage? There are always biases in the way organizations hire. Conductors would hire musicians for their orchestras, and they always pick the males as the best violinists. So they did a study where they actually put all the applicants behind uh, barriers so you couldn't see them. And uh, you know what? They ended up hiring a lot of women that they'd never hired before. In other words, their eyes had a bias that their ears uh, didn't. And clearly the women could play like the angels, just like the men could. Uh, perhaps this remote working offers us an opportunity. You know, I can be participating in this without uh, any video, and you have no idea what I look like. Um, so what really matters is my competence. Am I able to get the work done? Uh, so remote working may offer an opportunity uh, for people to be engaged in the workforce who wouldn't otherwise is the building that the is the commercial real estate is our office accessible for wheelchairs 
Well, if not, my home is accessible if I live in a wheelchair. Uh, why do I need to physically go into work? So this uh, pandemic offers opportunity to question the way we work. We've talked very specifically about work. Is there any other big picture ideas that are out there that are either with us or coming down the tracks as a result of all this disruptive change? Well, there, there's, there are so many changes that are coming down the pike. Uh, you know, in North America, e-commerce was only 16.3% of sales in 2019. We're seeing that exploding as we were talking earlier about Amazon. Uh, that's never going to go back to the way it was. Travel is uh, moved to basically zero. So airlines, will they ever come back? Cruise ships. Turns out the cruise ships are just petri dish for uh, viral infections. So, so what's going to happen to cruise ships? You know, the cascading implications of this are profound. Is there anything else you'd like to add, and um, just from what we've been talking about, or what you think people should be thinking about for the future, for their work, their lives? We need to think about what's important to us. We were all very busy before <laughs> this COVID crisis. And this is giving us a beautiful opportunity to reflect, to decide what we want uh, from our lives, what's important. And it's giving us uh, the gift of time. We're being forced to slow down and uh, forced to think about things that we ignored when we were very busy before this. You can contact us at info at opendoorsinitiative.ie with any specific questions or comments. Please also check out our toolkit and the other podcasts in the series at our website, opendoorsinitiative.ie.